Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. I am um, a little bit completely wiped out today. Uh, Today's the day after Easter. We did five Easter services, uh, and I sang Bohemian Rhapsody at all five of them, and so my voice is a little bit fried, so I apologize for that, but thank you guys for popping in and listening to the content today. Uh, also, my dog is barking upstairs, so if that picks up on the audio, super sorry about that. Uh, I'll do my best to try to gate it out with my really great audio editing skills. Okay, a couple housekeeping things, and then we'll jump into today's content. You guys are probably sick of hearing about it by now, but Friday, we will have Liz Orr on the show of Rude Ass Enneagram. Um, she's a delight. She's going to come and talk about her story, about how she discovered the Enneagram, uh, what it's done for her and her life, and uh, kind of the journey of starting her her page and her account and all the cool stuff that comes with that. So it'll be fun. Um, Tuesdays at 6.30 at Discovery Church, I am teaching an Enneagram group. You guys are free to come to that. It is a open group. I'll let you know when it ends. I can't remember the exact end date off the top of my head, but we have covered type 8 and 9, and uh, this week we are going to talk about type 1. So normally an event like that, um, costs money and this one's free. So you guys should come and, uh, take part in it. It'd be really fun. Uh, if you guys are listening to this on, um, on Apple, it would be really great if you would, uh, rate, comment and subscribe the podcast that helps us get more traffic so that we can get this out to more people. That would be great. Some of you guys already did that when I asked for it the other day and that was super, super helpful. Thank you guys so much. And a couple more things, then we'll jump into the content. Um, as always, if you are interested in um, any sort of coaching call, whether that be leadership development, whether that be spiritual direction, whether that just be one-on-one coaching, um, send me an email at wade at nineleaders.com and we'll talk about some details for what that could possibly look like. And lastly, we send out a newsletter once a week that's just kind of letting people know a little bit more in depth what it is that we are working on. So if you're interested in being added to that mailing list, again, just shoot me an email at wade at nineleaders.com. That is numeric nine and then the word leaders, just like it is on the Facebook page and the Instagram account. On the Instagram account, it's just minus the little underscore. So, okay. That is enough housekeeping for now. Let's jump into the content. Today, we are going to continue talking about type eights, and we're going to get a little bit more specific into those relationships and what they could possibly look like. And in this episode, I'm going to cover how eights relate to all of the other types in the anger triad. So we talked about how there's the three triads, the anger triad, the shame triad, and the fear triad. Uh, Eights are part of the anger triad, so I want to talk about how eights relate to those three numbers, so eight, nine, and one. So before we jump in, all relationships uh, require a, a certain level of understanding and respect. There are no bad pairings of types. Um, some might be more volatile than others, but none of them are outright bad. They all have their potential pitfalls, and they all have their potential strengths. It's just based on how much people are willing to actually put into the relationship. So if you hear people talking about how uh, an eight and a one is a bad relationship or a two and a five is a bad relationship, um, that's just uh, ignorance on the part of that individual. Any relationship can work. Any pairing of personality types can work. Some of them just might be a little bit more effort than others. So let's talk about the relationship between eights and other eights. So an eight in relationship with another eight can be a relationship of mutual respect and rest, or it can be a relationship of suspicion and competition. Uh, When two eights come together and both of them are healthy, they can have a really calming effect on each other. 
if they each believe that the other one has has matched their energy and is competent to get the job done, then they're able to settle into their own energy and get the job done. And this can result in two really powerful personalities working together and focusing their energy onto something which can be a really special thing. However, if they are unhealthy and not really self-aware, then that relationship can become much more about dominance, who can control the other one, who can be on top of the relationship, <clears throat> who gets to be in control of the situation, who gets to be in control of the project, etc. And this can lead to a big distraction and a lack of focus. If both people are so concerned about who is in charge of getting the job done, then the job might not get done. Eights in relationship with nines. So eights and nines can be a mutually supportive dynamic or an aggressive um, jabbing dynamic. Um, eights really admire nines' ability to be calm and tranquil. Nines have this ability to remain calm under fire and to handle things with a sense of peace, and that's something that eights lack. So a self-aware eight that knows that they lack that can see that in a nine and really, uh, really respect and admire that. A healthy nine can help an eight to feel more relaxed. Uh, likewise, nines admire the bold fearlessness of an eight. Um, this can help to embolden and encourage the eight even further. Um, the two are really different, and so they call out what is what is lacking in the other one. So a self-aware nine who knows that they could maybe use a little bit more uh, of a push, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more strength, a little bit more calling out their own needs, sees that in an eight and admires it and really respects that in them. Um, they call out different things in each other, boldness and action from the eight, and peace and level-headedness from the nine. <clears throat> However, in an unhealthy situation, um, eights can make a nine feel really unsafe. As uh, peace is a nine's main motivator, the conflict-prone eight might kind of push eights away. It might kind of scare them away a little bit. Uh, and likewise, the nines have this easygoing attitude, this really calm, laid-back, take-life-as-it-comes attitude that might cause an eight to overlook them or outright ignore them entirely. Uh, if the two are forced to be together, it can result in, in passive aggressiveness from the nine and just outright aggressive aggressiveness uh, from the eight. Eights in relationship with ones. Uh, similar to the eight and eight relationship, this can create a really powerful force or it can create really intense competition. Both eights and ones are action-oriented types. They want to get things done. They don't want to sit around talking about things or thinking about things. They want to get things done. Um, so the energy and the aggression of an eight matched with the drive for justice and the drive for perfection from the one can result in a pair that operate at a super, super high level. As long as they're both on the same page about what they're doing and how they're going to do it, they are a major force to be reckoned with. However, um, that might not last terribly long. The one's focus on what's right and moral might begin to wear on the eight's desire to take ground at any cost. Um, the eight might begin to even see the one as hypocritical. The ones will preach their version of, of perfection, but they'll fail to live up to it in actuality. And if an eight is hanging out with a one behind the scenes, they might see that a little bit more and start to, to feel a little bit of distrust creep in about the one. And that could result in the eight just trying to, to dominate the one for that perceived weakness. Or it could result in the one trying to dominate the eight for the eight's perceived imperfections. So that's the anger triad. And as I said earlier, there are no bad pairings. All types uh, must see the things in the other that they admire. And that goes beyond the Enneagram. In order for any relationship to be sustainable, we have to respect one another. We have to find what we admire about one another. 
and treat each other with grace and understanding. So thank you guys so much for listening. Tomorrow, we are going to cover how eights uh, interact with the shame triad. So there'll be eights in relationships with twos, threes, and fours. I understand we haven't covered exactly what those types are, but as we move forward, it'll all kind of fall into place. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for reading. Don't forget about the Enneagram class Tuesdays at 6.30 if you're interested in any of our services uh, or being on our mailing list. Email me at wade at nineleaders.com and I would love to interact with you guys in some way, shape, or form there. Thank you guys all for listening. I will talk to you again tomorrow.